Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast with James Buckley. I'm James Buckley. That was very serious. With, with Well... My, that's my co-host. You can hear it's Jalal Hartley, brackets, James Buckley. Yes. Um, I got some beef, Jalal. Podcast beef, mate. With who? I'm throwing down. I'm throwing down. I don't know if you've heard of this podcast called The Magic Sponge. The Magic Sponge. Yeah, we had one of their presenters on as a guest a couple of weeks ago. Uh, who? And who they that? brought they they brought it up and uh, had some had some remarks about uh, us personally. Which I didn't take kindly to. You What's are on Dream Team FC. Well, that sounds like a pile of wank. With James Buckley from the Inbetweeners. Yeah. Oh, what are you, you doing? Basically, James Buckley is in like... And that's uh, his full name by Depot. And I was in James Buckley it? from the Inbetweeners, I think. Oh, what? Like, oh, it's his surname to Buckley from the Inbetweeners. Yeah, yeah, just so that. But he's just in LA, so he's like Skyping in on a screen. Oh, you're not even in the room. No, no, he doesn't, he doesn't really seem that bothered about what's happening. He's just like, oh, yeah, so we've got Ian's. Well, he described up, Jimmy. Really? Yeah, mate, we've got some podcast beef Go on happening. In. Did he? he described Jimmy's accent as Cockney John Major or Kermit the Frog. I don't remember that because if he had said that to me, well, did you say mate, that? I'd have, I'd have banged him no, out. I'll you know get, I mean? I'll get where he's you? coming from there. I'll get where oh, he's no, coming from. Oh, no, I didn't from. say that. He said that. That's the funniest he's got. Company That's John why he's Major. Like, doing I don't very know average. What John Major sounds like. Yeah, Fine, it doesn't like. sound like he's doing average. He's in LA, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing all right. He'll be in a yeah. film soon, will he? He was there and he heard me to say it. And I think we've, we've actually got proof of his reaction of me saying that comment about Jimmy Bullard. Can we listen to that? He's got that type of voice that crops up in Essex and East London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very similar to um, Ray Parler and Mark Wright. Oh, yeah, just, he's good they, friends they with Parler. They talk, talk a bit like that. They talk a bit... Oh, all <laughs> yeah. right. It's like a mixture... Of, it's like a Cockney John Major. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. He sounds like a Cockney Kermit <laughs> the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Didn't sound like he was going to bang me out, did it? No, it didn't. Didn't at all. And uh, I feel confident about... Uh, Carrying on this uh, this podcast beef, as they mentioned that that was their last uh, podcast in the series, so they won't actually be on air for a while. So I'm feeling pretty confident, Jalal. I'm about to take them to school. All right, I've got a load of things to uh, to <laughs> to pick at. All right, Beckett, I know you're listening. Robert Beckett taking the piss out of me for only being known for being in the Inbetweeners. Well, Robert Beckett. I hope that your career carries on that you aren't known for anything. I hope you don't have to have that albatross round your neck of being fondly remembered as one of the most popular characters in uh, sitcom history. And, oh, I'll tell you what, all that money that those film spin-offs made, oh, they've been a real drag on me and my career. So I'm so pleased for you, Robert Beckett, that you still lay there in obscurity when nobody knows who you are at all whatsoever. So, yeah, we've got that. We've, we've covered that. Um, Bullard, the, the Kermit the Frog thing isn't the only thing I've got on you, mate. Do you know Jimmy Bullard, uh, Jalal? No. 
Have you ever seen him? Absolutely. Look at him. The way he dresses, his hair is laughable. He's an absolute open goal. Ian, yeah, I'm up for a fight with you whenever, mate. <laughs> like, I would like to see you try and bang me out. A genuine fight. I'm calling you out, son. Um... <laughs> I think that's it. I think I've handled that with dignity, Jalal, don't you? <laughs> Very good. I think it's testament to our uh, podcast that we uh, have open arms. We welcome even hypocrites and liars like Ian Smith. Uh, anyway, now that I've got that out of my system. Yes, now we can how just are you? be positive. How are you, and, Jalal? Uh, how are you? How, how have you been this week? Obviously, you know, I changed my name to James Buckley by Deepol. I've been enjoying... Uh, uh, there's all manner of things in your, in your manner. I've been sort of going through your papers and stuff and... Um, yeah, because I've been living at your in your house, and um, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff there. I've actually got some exciting news uh, on that front. What's that? Um, I've just um, completed the paperwork. It's going through. I'm changing my name to Jalal Hartley. What? Why? I just thought there there isn't enough room on this planet for two James Barclays. Um, Jalal, the the name was actually still um, free. It was still up up for use. All right. Um, so I took it. I took it. So I thought, um, w- w- I'll do that. And w- I'm, w- I'm, I should be getting my passport, my driver's licence uh, through, um, uh, and I'll talk about that next week. Okay. It's just, will, will I be able to get it back if I, if I change my mind, though? Because I'm not sure if I'm happy about that, because... Well, no. Well, I thought that's what we were doing, because w- you sort of started it. Okay. So I thought, oh, it, I thought I'll, ca- I'll, I'll, be, I'll be Jalal Hartley. Right, it's backfired now. I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want you to have my name. There's nothing I can do about it now. My, As of uh, for the next podcast, I will be Jalal Hartley. My, I've been putting my jumpers in shredders um, oh, to God. sort of prepare for it. I've had problems with my plumbing this week, so it feels as if it's it's all coming together. I feel like I am Jalal Hartley. Have I'm just waiting to live to, in a for it to be stamped. World? Have you started to live in a fantasy world? Yeah, I've been I've been meeting up with uh, managers in in toilets and um, yeah. It's but yeah, it's actually it's quite fun actually being Jalal Hartley. Yeah, I've 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 been enjoying it so far. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward now to just having it rubber stamped and uh, official, which it will be next week. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, right, okay. What have we got coming up on the show? We're joined by a stand-up comic, YouTuber, and Spurs fan and Welshman, Reese James <laughs> Buckley. Just Reese James. It's time for the news, isn't it? It definitely is. Here are the stories that we picked from DreamTeamFC.com this week. Foul-mouthed doof wants move into politics. Former Liverpool striker El Hadj Doof has been on fire this week. Oh, no. His former Liverpool... Is he right? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. I, don't, I think it was some sort of protest he was doing. Um, his former Liverpool teammates, Stephen Gerrard and Jamie Carragher, made a point of slagging Doof off in both their autobiographies. Juf was dishing it out in an interview with So Foot magazine this week. Sounds like a fetish magazine. <laughs> Is that a new magazine? Oh, he so said, foot. <laughs> he said, the difference between Jamie Carragher and me is that I'm a world-class player and he shit. Right. <laughs> right. In my book, he does not warrant one phrase. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> right. Juf also took on his former Sunderland teammate, Anton Ferdinand. There were little wankers in the group who thought they were the best, but they were crap. Anton, he was the number one wanker. <laughs> Why is he talking like this? I don't know. 
Um, yeah, with that kind of language, Juth doesn't seem a good fit for politics. But he went on to add, in St. Louis, everyone is waiting for me. They want me to become mayor. I'm going to change things for my country. Football or politics, whatever I do, it's incredible. Is this, is he Donald Trump? I want to know, in years to come, in many years to come, because yeah. we're both like really young, aren't we? Yeah. But in many years to come, when it, when it's time for you to write your memoirs, Jalal, mm-hmm. I was wondering what you would say about me, you know, about my work rate and ability on this podcast. Mm. I assume you'd be very complimentary. I would actually, but I would not write my memoirs. I would uh, draw them. My memoirs would be an interactive uh, exhibition. Yeah. In a darkened room. You'd just touch things, objects. You wouldn't know what they were, but it would be like a representation of my, of my life. And there would be something in the room that represented you. What would that be? A furry goblin. Mascot news, Jalal. Oh, good. Um, we know nobody could replace Harry the Hornet in your affections. No. But if anyone can, it might be Bayern Munich mascot, Bernie the Bear. Ooh. After Leonardo DiCaprio bagged the Best Actor Oscar for The Revenant, a film in which he fights a bear, Bern tweeted a message to DiCaprio with a picture of Bernie giving Leo the thumbs up. They tweeted, Congratulations on the Oscar win, Leo DiCaprio. Don't worry, Bernie's friendly. Did you see Leo's acceptance speech? No, I didn't. He went on about global warming or something, didn't he? Yeah, but before that, my favourite thing he said was, I look around at the uh, the other actors who were nominated in this category, um, who all gave unbelievable performances. That's not a compliment. It's not a compliment, is it? Yeah, sorry, Leo thinks your performance was totally unbelievable. Didn't believe it. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't believable for me. Very diplomatic, isn't it? It's a diplomatic answer. I like it when some people will say... Say Jonathan Ross, for example, might have on a music act that isn't very good. And so they'll say something like, that sounded great. The sound quality was brilliant. Yeah, the speakers the... that, I, that, that was coming through. It's just like was, being in, in richer notch. sounds and going, yeah, that sounded great. <laughs> yeah. They're not my sort of music. I'm not into Desiree, but, you know. <laughs> Who isn't into news. Desiree? Life. What rhymes with toast? What rhymes with toast? Uh, ghost? Oh, that's good, because then I can say... Because I don't want... I, I wouldn't want to meet a ghost. No. Uh, I'd rather eat a piece of toast. Mm. But why wouldn't, I, why wouldn't I want to meet a ghost? Well, that's that's the fear that I fear most. <laughs> Probably just watch the evening news. <laughs> I really hope so much that when Desiree brought that song out, that they were just going, let's just take the piss. I don't want to see a ghost... It's a sight that I fear most I'd rather have a piece of toast Watch the evening news Life, oh life, oh life, oh life G-Nev told to F off Things are turning round for Gary Neville in his first managerial role his Valencia side completed a 10-new aggregate victory over Rapid Vienna in the Europa League last week. But the Spanish club have complained to UEFA after the Austrians greeted them with a giant banner behind the goal. The banner showed a hand giving the middle finger accompanied by the message Puta Valencia, oh. which is Spanish for fuck Valencia. Oh. <laughs> I think sometimes the simplest things are the funniest things. It's made me want an orange, Valencia. Yeah, yeah. It makes me 
I'd really like to have an orange now. I'd really like to fuck an orange. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that that's what that sign yeah. says. I think you'd, 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 Brown. Only, you'd only need a Satsuma, James. I think <laughs> I think um I think this is leading up to a Darren Brown special. Is it? Yeah, I think he's picked Gary Neville as his next uh, victim. What? And he's leaving little subtle subliminal messages. His next experiment is Darren Brown. Can he get someone to fuck an orange? That's his. <laughs> That's the whole episode. <laughs> and in the end, he fucks it. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> In the end, in fact, in fact, he follows three people: Gary Neville, uh, Louis Van Gaal, and Ian Smith. Uh, and Ian Mourinho. Smith is the one who does the orange. <laughs> Do you think most newsreaders just laugh during the news? This <laughs> is my favourite thing right. when they do. Did you, ever, did you ever see Simon McCoy, that newsreader? He was just holding like a. <laughs> he was holding a book. It was, was a, and he was, was acting like it was an iPad. It was A4 paper, like a ream of A4 paper. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was an unopened pack of paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, if you watch it, there's like a sort of a bit uh, that I, you can sort of see in his eyes. There's a bit where he goes, "Ah, oh, might be a bit of paper." Aren't I? <laughs> 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 oh no! In the studio, Jalal. You'll be pleased to hear that we have one of the top young comedians in the country. He's a presenter on YouTube, on the YouTube channel Spurred On. It's Rhys James, spelt with a Y. That's exotic. right. And an H. Yes, H and a Y there. Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. Thank you we for always, coming uh, in. We always appreciate uh, our guests giving us their time, their precious time. Absolutely um, fine. We've had... Other people on these these podcasts who have turned out to be liars. Really? Yeah. What have they said? It's what they've said afterwards that's, that's been sort of lie-ish. What, like, that was good fun, I'll come back, yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> they, they don't answer my my uh, letter. They, I've been on MySpace trying to, and Friends Reunited trying mm. to get in touch with them. Uh, no, nothing, not a sausage. Get them on Bebo, that's, that's where they'll be. Bebo? Yeah. What's that? It's kind of this new, I'm going to say, social website. I think that's the phrase. Okay. Yeah. And what you can do on there is you can download onto your page yeah. a, a sort of um, graphic of yourself, sort of pictorial representation of yourself, no. so people can find out what your appearance is. And then you can have stuff like um, a little blurb about yourself. Yeah. It says who you are. You can have a name and a screen name, <gasps> and you can pick any website? name you want. If Any... you have, like, you can't have spaces. Okay. So you're, what's your name? Full name? James Buckley. Okay, so you'd have to put <laughs> J underscore Ames underscore Buckley, because James underscore Buckley will be taken by now. Mm, or you could put James underscore not. Buckley 1. Mm. And you could just connect, connect with people. Only yeah. people who have Bebo, though. Only connect. Only connect with people, yeah. yeah. Do sort of really difficult quizzes. Um Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> um, uh, what's, what, uh, you, you got a degree in politics, is that right? Yeah. What, why did you go into stand-up and not into politics? Well, I was going to say, what's the point? What's the point in anything? But, mm. I don't know, politics is much harder. I just thought... Yeah. I did, well, I, I started... I, I began <laughs> doing comedy before I went to university. Mm. And then I was only there to make my parents happy. Yeah. 
And now you're making everybody happy. And now, yeah, except my parents, right. ironically. But oh, did they did they have their three years? And and how long have you been doing the stand up? Six and a half years. That's that's a lot of yeah. of years to be doing it because I mean, you're only um, twenty four years old, a little bit younger than than me. It's great, isn't it, being in your early twenties? Just the free guys. Yeah, just in their early 20s just yeah. hey do you remember um, do you remember those big 50 pence pieces no I don't before they went small no me neither no I don't <laughs> I haven't got a clue Reese is a Welsh name right yeah well I, I only assume it's Welsh because it's like Reese fans yeah but he that's, is a Welsh that's man only... so that's a fair assumption yeah exactly mm. yeah no yeah Reese. yeah it's a Welsh name James is also quite a Welsh name I think um, but my real surname is Jones so that is double Welsh. And my middle name is William, so my name is basically Wales, Wales, Wales. Wales, Wales, But I'm not Welsh. Are your That's... parents Welsh? Yeah, my, uh, I, well, my dad claims to be. I mean, he was born in Wales, but moved instantly. Um, well, that's Welsh. You can't get more Welsh than being born in Wales. And <laughs> getting out of there as soon as you can. <laughs> a... And he moved instantly. Was that his decision? <laughs> yeah. No? He was born on the border. Um, you don't speak Welsh, which is a shame, because I just assumed you were Welsh, and uh, it being St David's Day today, yeah. um, I did a little, um, I don't know if you know, but I've got a very successful uh, chant that Watford fans have taken on. Uh, it's very short, but, okay. but very, very, very successful, and um, I did a, a Welsh language version of it for you. Okay. Uh, should, we, should we hear the original first? Yeah. Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Dunk. Ellis James, um, he, he, uh, he helped me out with some translation, but here's my Welsh one. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like you're playing the first one backwards. <laughs> it's rubbish, isn't it? I was originally, I, I got a translation for all, and there's like four lines of it, and I, it was the first. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The one was so difficult. I had to give up. In fact, I've got a recording of me giving up. 
Mae'n gael moffod nawr deg melo bobl yn efe deistrif ond nid yw pawb bod gaffli ffitw myn... Oh, I can't... Why can't I speak well? Oh, it looks so easy on the tele... Not on the tele, on the signs in Wales. I'm not convinced that's going to catch on. The Welsh one. Yeah, Watford. that long version. In the terraces of Watford. Well, that last bit. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the chant. That's just oh, me. that was just the yeah. you trying to do it. Yeah. That was a little outtake. Maybe we should send that into um, Dennis Norden or whatever his name is. <laughs> Are you yeah. sure you don't remember the big fifty p's, James? Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of those people who, when they try and do a Welsh chant, always get it wrong? Should we do that? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, anyway, enough about me. Um, <laughs> this is your time. You're a presenter on YouTube channel Spurred On, so it's safe to assume you're a Spurs fan? Yeah, correct. Yes. How did you become a Spurs fan? My dad and granddad were Spurs fans, and then I was born, and I became old enough to understand football, and they said, you're a Spurs fan. Right. There you go. And I said, <clears> that's it. All right. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you weren't a Spurs fan, like, yeah. if you if you'd had if that wasn't in the equation, who would you have gone for? Oh, it's, I mean, that's an impossible question. But if you'd no, been, if you'd, like if, that. Well, no, if you'd had free choice and hadn't been forced by your family to like Spurs, who, who would you have gone for? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't think you do have free there's choice. There's no. I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of time the team picks you. Yeah, or your dad makes you pick a team. But I'm glad he made me pick Spurs very much enjoy being a Spurs fan well, and I would never support anyone else I love Spurs <laughs> that's me told Tottenham are having a good season aren't they we are they're getting shit done they're turning up a couple of seasons in the past so a couple of seasons as long as I've been on this planet mm. there is a, there's been a few fixtures that you'd always expect Spurs to maybe come unstuck and yeah but this season they seem to be sort of doing the business. They're, they're getting the results. They're playing well. They're tough. They yeah. seem to be mentally quite tough. Deli Ali, he's just incredible. I'm falling in love with him as a player. He's really gifted. Also, like physically, well up for it as well. He's quite dirty, Deli Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets stuck in. And yeah. uh, there's a sort of mix in opinions in Spurs fans, I think, and some who find it a bit much. And, but mainly just because they're worried. We don't want him being banned for any matches. Um, but then there's some going, no, it's great. There's enough players who don't have that fire and that spark in them. You've got to encourage it in certain players. So many of the greats have had that. Basically, I've seen Spurs get to February, get to March, and then throw it away so many times that if anything bad happens, I think that's the start. Do you think we're boring? Like, do, honestly, do you think we're boring compared to the the magic sponge? I, 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 that's the thing I worry about is that we're just a little bit boring, whereas they they've got we so probably much. Are. They've got they've we got so much boring. spunk, haven't they? They've all, got loads of spunk. <laughs> I just feel, feel like they're a more interesting, entertaining listen. It's a, it's a it's a nicer listen. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Series 3 of the Magic Fuck Sponge. Fuck off, Rob, you <laughs> Oh, Jimmy Bellabe. <laughs> and Ian Smith. They're wacky, aren't they? They're zany.
that Swansea result that we had at the weekend where we were 1-0 down and Fabianski was having the game of his life and it looked like it was going to be one of those days where we don't score and we had 34 shots. I, the whole game I was thinking, now nah, we'll, we'll get two goals and win this, which I've never felt before. So there's basically, there's a, there's a word, Spursy, that Spurs fans have always used, which is just snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, basically, and just everything going wrong when it, we completely messing up when we don't need to. Or just things happening to us like Lasagna Gate a few years ago. What? Um, what, what? Spurs were poisoned with some lasagna that gave everyone <laughs> diarrhoea before the most important game of the season. And then we didn't come forth. That's true. That is a true story. That's not a prank video on YouTube. <laughs> That's real life that happened. And then memes were made before memes were even a thing of Arsene Wenger in a chef's hat to take the nick mm. out of top. Oh. But this year, now Spurs, he just seems to mean coming from behind and winning 2-1. Spurs have beat uh, Watford twice in the, in the mm. league, haven't they? Yeah. So they must be Big good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, one of them was quite heartbreaking for Watford. It was last minute Watford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was Son through the legs of yeah. Gomez, ex-Spurs. Yeah. And he'd been slagging Spurs off as well this season as well. Saying, really? He was saying, oh, Spurs are pathetic. They ruin good players. Look at Lamella. Mm. He's a great player and he's rubbish now. And now Lamella's quality. I didn't, you didn't need to do that in such a gloating yeah, manner. Yeah, I did. I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a look in your eyes and I thought, I'm going to run with this. <laughs> How long have you supported Watford for? Uh, almost six months now. Yeah, thought thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I got that vibe. Well, because well, I don't really know anything about them. Um, no, not that. Just uh, I heard your chant. <laughs> <laughs> you can't judge a man by his chant. Absolutely, you must judge a man by his chant. Oh, you must. Oh. Okay. Have you been to any um, live Watford performances? Yeah. Which. You've uh, seen them perform live? Time, yeah, I've seen a couple of their gigs. Yeah, I went to two and then and they were losing, so I just didn't go again. Ah. Oh, North London Derby Saturday. Big time. Who's going to win this? I know. Well, I'm terrified of this. So we've got West Ham this week in the last one of those derbies at Upton Park. So they'll be a bit up for that, I imagine. Yeah. And then that's on Wednesday. And then on Saturday, we've got the North London Derby. This could be where our season comes crashing down or this could be where we go we're going to win it Arsenal weren't that great against United I know but I think that's not necessarily going to play into our hands because they're going to go well we absolutely have to this has almost become a last resort because if they lose this yeah but you, you, you're sort of playing Arsenal at the right time post Christmas mm. I'd back Tottenham yeah. as everyone knows that listens to this podcast I'm usually right when it comes to guessing results What's the score going to be? I think it will be a convincing Tottenham win. Really? Ah. Oh, yeah. I, I think know. it will be some I think it will be something like 3-1 at least to Tottenham. I really hope you're right. What about are we going to beat West Ham? West Ham, West Ham, West I like it. You like it? Yeah. Well, how many followers have you got on Twitter? Um, 42,000 or something. Right, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Do you think that counts as a retweet? <laughs> no, no. That was me that, saying I like no, no, it. That means... It's not a favourite. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to have to explain <laughs> yeah. that to Major Lau as well. <laughs> because that's the authority of a man who's 
does opinion matters. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I okay. didn't say. It. All right. Now I get it. I didn't yeah. say why I liked it. I didn't say it was why, funny. Why, why did you? Oh. <laughs> why did you like it? Sounded nice. <laughs> Thought it sounded nice in my ears. <laughs> it was nice. You got a nice voice. Nice chanting voice. <laughs> you can hold a note. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Maybe Sam Smith could benefit from. Uh, Conversations with well, you. I mean, I'm hoping I'll be able to uh, do the next Bond theme. Oh, yeah? What would you do for that? Uh, something like, James Bond, James Bond, <laughs> James Bond! If you want, I mean, I've got over 40,000 followers on Twitter. I can sort of send a message if you want and go, this is the theme. Would you? Yeah. Would you I do will. that? Absolutely. Me? Of course I will. Oh, thank you. No problem. Okay. Can I Can all I right. be in the film? Okay. I thought you were going to say, can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> is that all you wanted? <laughs> can you set my kids free, please? All right. It's my genuine favourite part of the podcast where we uh, read out some of your feedback. The... Xbox competition is over for now, so please remember to stop slagging us off on iTunes. Yeah, actually, enough now. I don't know. I quite like it. A lot of you have kept going, probably because you think there's still a prize up for grabs. That's that's probably the reason why they would slag us off. Yeah. Isn't that right, Jalan? Well, there couldn't be any other. No. I mean, it's not, like, a... it's not like we're the magic sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more five-star <laughs> feedback. Um... Mika B777 writes, I wouldn't bother real listening if I was you. I like it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mika B. Dunky One says, truly breathtaking. Literally the Usain Bolt of podcasts. That's, that's, that's complimentary. Yeah. That does, that's confused me. Yeah. No, thank you. We do like the complimentary ones as well. Yeah. Uh, have you got any there, Joel? Yeah. Ewan Dawson says... I really want to be featured on the podcast. Please mention me. Um, No, we can't do that. No, we can't. We won't be mentioning you, you and Dawson. Um, No. Sorry. Sorry, you and Dawson. It's backfired on you. Renegade DH reckons the new Southampton chant sounds like self-harm, self-harm, self-harm. Is it? I don't know. Self-harm, self-harm, self-harm. Self-harm, self-harm, self-harm! I sort of agree with him, but I don't know. It's a, it's a bit looking, like when, when you play records backwards. I spent a while when I was young, like, I had a... A 12 inch of another one bites the dust and apparently if you play another one bites the dust backwards it sort of goes it's fun to smoke marijuana yeah i've heard that um doesn't sound anything like it's fun to smoke marijuana by the way have you ever spent a day on youtube yeah more than we just you just watch sort of suggestions and go from link to link. I went on this video about satanic 
um, messages oh, yeah. in songs if you play them backwards. Wait, had you looked that up like on purpose? I don't know how I got, got onto it. Okay. Oh, that was it. Actually, I was I was watching a load of Richard Dawkins stuff. I would not smoke marijuana. It is scientifically proven to um, increase your chances of suffering from schizophrenia. And make you irrational and believe irrational things, like in the supernatural, um, like supernatural beings, like gods. I really hope that someone proves the existence of God just to see Dawkins' face. What do you think he'd do? Maybe he'd just go, oh. Oh, well, fuck me. Well, what do you know? I don't believe it. But it's true, so I must. By my own rules, I believe in God, and we must all bow down to the being in the sky. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I beg of your mercy, O oh merciful God. I throw myself upon your feet, kissing your feet, Lord. Yes, everybody, everybody. I've written a, a, a new book now. It's called... Um, uh, the Bible and Me by Richard Dawkins, and it's all the reasons why I believe in the Bible. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you read it, Jesus? A big fan, big fan. Could you sign it for me, please? I think it's time. On that note, we should say goodbye. Keep listening to us. Keep subscribing. Keep leaving your funny uh, five-star reviews, even though there's nothing to win at the moment. Mm. But uh, I'm going to use my uh, I'm going to use my powers and get some sort of fantastic prize for. Uh, for the next few weeks, I think. Yeah. And if you feel like um, Ian Smith's blatant uh, dishonesty uh, should be... I worry that some people don't realise we are joking. Um, I'm not joking. You're not joking? No. Um, I, think, I think people should get in touch with Ian Smith. I've spent time with Robert Beckett. He's a really nice bloke. He's a really nice guy. I'm Twitter friends with uh, Jimmy Bullard. He's a lovely chap. In fact, he did a, a, um, a video for charity for me oh little video keep subscribing thanks for listening we'll be back next week and uh, yeah magic sponge where are you exactly goodbye I'm feeling have you seen Amy the what's, Amy Winehouse documentary what's it about it's about Amy Winehouse oh right no I haven't seen that one right. the whole time I was watching it Obviously, you know, because I'm so narcissistic, mm. I was thinking about myself. Mm. And I was thinking about if a documentary was made about me and just how boring it would be. Because there was so much footage of her before she was sort of famous. Like, there was, for some reason, there was always like a home video recorder sort of going, taking footage of her in the studio before she's become big and sort of charting her career and her life. Mm. And I, there was just a little bit of me thinking, this is sort of arrogant. Why are you always videoing yourself? Like, the only reason I can think of is that people will do that going, yeah, this footage will be used one day. There's probably footage of me oh, uh, in, like, school plays or... Um, musical? in like Or in musical, yeah, probably. There's some footage of me doing Les Mis when I was 11 years old. Yeah. But there's no footage of me like, here I am in my house with my friends and we're mucking about and we're crazy. Like, I just, I find mm. it really bizarre. I think that's the mm. difference between me and, like, proper actual people that are supposed to be stars. They almost have the foresight of just being like, this will probably be important one day. I've never been interviewed 
about me personally. I've never done like an interview like that. Any time I've ever been in the paper is because I've got a film that I want people to watch or something like that. So, James, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, <laughs> and now, uh, of course, we're, we're fascinated by the fact that you've um, uh, taken apart a Game Boy and, and put it back together again. <laughs> um, tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, good point, Jalal. You made your point. Also, sometimes, sometimes you tweet about, about recycling cardboard, so... <laughs> Well, it was only because it was after Christmas and I've got kids, so you end up with so much cardboard from mm. all the gifts you have to spoil your children with. And then well I found tell thousands that, of people about it, yeah? Oh, it was, oh, it was crazy. I, I chopped up all the cardboard. Uh, I was taking trips to the, to the tip. And then I only went and found a secret stash of cardboard in the garage. <laughs> it was a crazy weekend. Just when I thought that I was all done, so I had to, go, I had to get a new... Um, Stanley blade because it had dulled through all the cardboard that I was. <laughs> Actually, I, I tell a lie. Um, I didn't get a new Stanley blade. I just um, I just turned it around. Oh, I just pulled it out and used the yeah, other end. Yeah. 